0: powered by the war cry podcast network <gasps> Woo! look look i am super excited for i just just i'm excited this is a good day it's just a good day it's just a fabulous day <laughs> look how are you doing what i need you to do is i need you to like and I need you to share. I need you to leave a review on this podcast. If you're interested in the Discord community, go ahead and uh, DM me um, on, on Instagram at hero stuff, bro at Instagram, hero stuff, bro. Follow me and then DM me and I get your invitation to the discord community. Let's get into this today podcast on the day of the day is going to be called lord 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 so listen very carefully listen very carefully everyone <clears throat> what was that everyone wants to be a christian until it becomes biblical that's the quote i don't know where it came from i saw it on instagram i wanted to use it everybody wants to be a christian until it becomes biblical. For many men, it is easy to say Jesus is Lord with their lips. However, their actions do not match up with their confession. They want headship, but do not want to lead. They want sex uh, without the task of pleasing their wife. They want obedient children as they themselves disobey God. They say, Lord, Lord but do not do what Jesus tells them to do. And this is Luke chapter six, verses 46 through 49. Listen very carefully. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. Listen to that, on the rock. And when a flood arose, the streams broke against that house and he uh, uh, and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who builds a house on the ground without a foundation when the streams broke against it immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great on christ the solid rock i stand on all other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand right You cannot chase two rabbits or serve two masters. We must not treat the Bible like a buffet. We must take the whole counsel of the word. If we choose not to, then we are standing on sinking sand. When a storm arose, When the house was built on the rock the dug the deep, the foundation was dug deep and it was on the rock. Not on rocks, not on multiple rocks, but on the rock, on Christ. When storms came, when the election didn't go your way, when when uh, you're, you get there's a miscarriage, when there's there's things that actually happen in your life, when those things come and beat against you, you can stand because you're founded on the rock. You are founded on Christ, Amen. Right? Because you are founded on Christ. So, but if you Hear the words of God and do not do what God tells you to do. Hear the words of the Lord and you do not do what Jesus tells you to do. You are like a man. In other translations and other uh, accounts of this scripture in the synoptic gospels, you are like a man who builds his house on sand. And, and, and And when the storm hits, when things don't go your way, When, when the storm hits and you lose your job, when the storm hits and your candidate lose, when your storm hits and you lose a child, you lose your job, you lose a baby, you lose some money. When, when, when the storm hits, your foundation crumbles and the house, falls, your sandcastle falls. When it's not founded on the rock, and that's when I said that you cannot just pick and choose what you're going to do from the Word of God. You have to do the whole counsel. You have to have a firm foundation on the rock. That means everything Jesus says do from the whole count from from Genesis all the way to Revelation. Everything that's in that Word, we must apply to our lives and i know i have to say this there's a caveat obviously there's some poetry in there in the whole council of the word of god there's some poetry there's some uh different literary things there's all these things in the bible right but the whole counsel of the word of god needs to be applied to our life right that doesn't mean your tears are actually your meat which uh king james translation says what david writes in the psalms Like, your tears ain't actually your meat. You know that's a literary thing. That's hyperbole, right? We know that. So let's keep on going. So all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sandcastles. We're playing in the sandbox. If we hear the word of God as men, we hear the word of God, read it, listen to a pastor, listen to a podcast, listen to whatever, and do not apply it and do not do it in our lives. We are playing in a sandbox, right? For those who refuse to hear and do what Jesus says, there is a facade that they have to rely on instead. For those who refuse to hear and do what Jesus said, there is, they have to grab on to something else. They have to grab on to the facade, right? And there's two things of facade. There's one that, two definitions. One is the outside of a house or a castle, the things that make things beautiful, right? The other one is something false, something fake. And I'm talking about the second definition. You have to grab on something false. You have to grab on to something fake. You have to grab on to a sandcastle. You have to grab on to a sand, uh, uh, um, uh, a sand, a figment of your imagination. You have to grab on to those things, right? You have to hold on to something because you're refusing the foundation of the rock. So you have to stand on sinking sand. You have to to, to, to dig your feet into the sand and try to fir- find firm ground, which is impossible to do, Right? So here's some, faca- some facades or false foundations, if you will, um, in this world. I'm going to go use some. Okay, gay Christianity. Um, we have the the Revoice movement. There's uh, Matthew, Ma- I think it's Matthew Vines, and the, the God in the Gay Christian book. You have this whole movement of people embracing embracing the effeminate right embracing sin and saying god is okay with sin because paul didn't really understand what he wrote in the new testament he was talking about in romans 1 um talking about men lying with other men giving to uh giving into undesirable uh desires and things like that right paul didn't really understand what he's saying because paul didn't know about monogamous homosexual relationships and this is what Matthew Vine is talking about, and the people that believe that type of nonsense, right? This is a false, this is a facade. This is a false foundation. Because they they they're not worshiping the one true God. They're making a God, they're making Jesus in their image, what they believe Jesus was. And another one of them, uh, while I'm thinking about it, is is Rob um, what's his name? Uh I forgot his like la- I forgot his last name. But he talk, love wins when he talks about there is no hell, right? When there is no hell because he don't believe that a God will send somebody to hell because he died, blah, 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 over a mistake, right? Blah, blah, blah. A false foundation, right? Let me keep on going. Liberal Christianity is a false foundation. There's no such thing as liberal Christianity because our Lord has standards there is order you can't be liberal with order there's liberty in christ but you cannot be liberal with your order right god is strict there's certain things you cannot do you can't take liberties with his ten commandments you can't take liberties with his orders and his directions to go out and make disciples. Well, maybe God didn't really mean make disciples. What he probably meant was like, you can't take liberties with that because that is a false foundation. That is a God in your image. Cause you don't think that God will ever say that. And, and you don't think, and you looked at this and saw this and you listened to that preacher and that preacher that said this and confirmed your this and that man, nah, that's a first, that's a, a false foundation. Let me keep on going. MGTOW, men going their own way. Now I'm gonna admit to you that this is a new concept to me. I, I saw a couple of things, but MGTOW is, is like men, it's like the, the feminism for men, it's masculism, right? It's masculism. So you don't need a woman for anything but sexual pleasure. You don't need her for anything because you can take care of yourself. You don't need this. You don't need that. You don't need that. It's basically what the feminists do, and is in, in males males doing on the other side as a as a pendulum swing uh, from femininity. So they they not feminine. Feminism. So they fight feminism with masculism. So this is is this two ends of the same. Uh, two sides of the same coin they're both fighting against feminism is fighting against god's order masculism, masculinism i think i'm saying that right it's fighting against god's order right you don't need a woman i don't need a woman but god said it's not good for man to be alone god because adam was one and god made two god said now it's time for two to become one in the marriage right So, God establishes marriage and right relationship between male and female, a man and a woman, biological men and women, married for life, right? So, the MGTOW thing, I'm I'm learning a little bit more about it, but it's kind of like men, it's a He-Man woman haters club, basically, for men. Right, he man, woman haters. We don't need no women. We don't need no women. We don't need no. We don't need no. We don't love them, dear Darla. I hate your stinking guts. You are the scum between my toes. Love, Alpha Alpha. Remember that from Little Rascals. Oh, dear Darla, you make me vomit. You like right there, right? You don't need no woman, right? Migtal, the Stoic movement. All right, there's a there's a movement out here. Um, Sto- I, I don't know how stoicism, whatever, sto- but the stoic movement where you are like a Vulcan, you have no emotions or you keep them very, you you, you don't laugh or I don't know what the, the point is, but it's just, it's just men finding a false foundation to establish their manhood, right? There's nothing wrong with being, be having uh, gravitas or having gravity about you. Uh, nothing wrong with having seriousness about you, but you also need levity about you too. You don't want that. You don't want that too much. That stoic stuff, too much of that will cause you to have a false foundation because you'll read that into the scriptures. You'll read into the scriptures where you feel Jesus didn't laugh or you feel Jesus didn't crack a joke. When he called people broods of vipers, when he said, Hey bro, you eat and you, you straining out a net, but you, you swallowing a camel like that's, do you get that's comedy right there bro look you 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 swatting at that nap but you chewing a whole camo in your mouth you gotta you got there's a plank in your eye but you telling your friend you telling your friend there's a speck in theirs but you got a whole plank in your eye get the plank out first get the big old board out your eye get the two by four out your eye before you try to get my sleepy eye booger that's hilarious that's hilarious stuff Okay, so you don't want that uh, MGTOW, the Stoic movement. Peter Pan Syndrome. A man that just don't want to grow up. Now we, oh man, it's a gross generalization where we say Peter Pan Syndrome are guys who play video games. Guys guys who enjoy uh, drawing and artwork and anime. Because those things aren't manly things. Nah, bro, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, the refusal of responsibility Peter Pan syndrome the, res- the refusal of responsibility the refusal to take care of yourself the refusal it's really effeminacy it's really being effeminate Got, g- refusing to be a man refusing refusing to grow up is, it, it, it's really effeminate soft playing a woman not that women never mind I didn't even go uh, uh, hit that with a a qualification. It's really effeminate. Right? Refusing to grow up and take responsibility flies in the face of God's command to go and Have dominion. To go be fruitful and multiply. If God has given you responsibility over a garden. To till the garden. To take care of the garden. To take care of your time. To be a good steward over your money. Over your wealth. Do that. The blatant refusal of that is evil. It's wicked. And it's effeminate. And it's a false foundation. Right? And these are the false foundations that plague man. Just some of them. Just some of those false foundations that plague men, right? Because the Peter Pan syndrome d- deals with the, the pornography thing. The Peter Pan syndrome deals with the your your mama issues and how you, you wanna be close to your mom and your mom's controlling you and you don't want to leave and cleave. You don't want to do what the scriptures are telling you to do when it when when um because you like the comfort, you like the not having to pay bills, you like those things, right? You wanna be taken care of and pan syndrome all right though and those are just some just some of those things but look listen to timothy listen to we 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 have to do this man we have to do this timothy chapter 6 verses um 11 through 12 but as for you O man of god Flee these things, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness, fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life, which I mean, to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many. Flee those things. Above that, it talk about strife and malice and and um 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 sexual immorality, all those things you're supposed to be fleeing, right? Um, this is a Timothy chapter six. All those things you're supposed to be uh fleeing. But it said take hold to eternal life, pursue goodness, pursue righteousness, pursue good things, pursue faith. Lay- those are firm foundations. That's that's the solid rock. That's who Jesus is. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. Jesus is righteousness. Jesus is goodness. Jesus is our faith. Jesus is love. Jesus is faithfulness. Jesus is gentleness. And this is the faith that we fight the good fight for. Get off your butts, man. Like, you know what I mean? Fight the good fight. Contend for the faith. Hand-to-hand combat. Get bumped, bruised, and hurt. Go through the task. Right? So, as men, as men, we embrace, we, we embrace what Jesus say says to embrace. We fight what Jesus says to fight. We worship what Jesus gives us to worship. We say what Jesus tells us to say. As men, as godly men who confess, remember it says, which you made the good confession in the presence of many. We want our words. We want our lifestyle. We want to hear what Jesus says and do what Jesus says, right? So that's, 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 that's what we confess. So because of that, we have to embrace what Jesus tells us to embrace. We have to fight against what Jesus tells us to fight against. We have to worship what Jesus gives us to worship. We have to say what Jesus tells us to say. Nothing more, nothing less. Right? Because if we don't, we cannot say Lord, Lord, you cannot tell. You can't. You can't say he's your Lord because anytime in time, in the Hebrew and the Greek, when the word repeats itself, verily, verily, that means it's, it's verily, verily. I said this is for real. I'm really telling you this. Lord, Lord, that means now it's emphatic. He's a, He's my Lord emphatically. Why do you call me Lord, Lord? But you do not do what I tell you to do. Why are you calling me Lord, Lord? But I tell you to be the head of your house and lead worship, but you're not doing it. Why do do you call me Lord, Lord? But I tell you to embrace righteousness, embrace good things. Think of those things that are lovely. Those things are good report. But every single time you get on Facebook, your brain and your mind goes to a place that thinks of things doom and gloom. But I didn't tell you to do that. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, but you're not fighting against the things I tell you to fight against. You're scared to speak up. You're scared to even fight your own uh, temptations. You refuse to get in the fight. How can you call me Lord, Lord, but you're not doing what I tell you to do. How can can you call me Lord, Lord, but you worship football, you worship yourself, you worship your job, you worship your money, you worship your career, you worship your your whoever more than you worship me. You have an idol of me. You don't even know who I really am because you don't pick up the word. How can you call me Lord, Lord? How can you call me Lord, Lord, but you won't do and say what I tell you to say? You won't preach the gospel to all nations. You won't give forgiveness to all nations, to all people, to all quote unquote races, right? How can you call me Lord? Lord, I'm telling you, man, if you don't embrace what Jesus tells us to embrace, if you don't fight against the things that Jesus tells us to fight against and fight for things that Jesus tells us to fight for, if you don't worship what Jesus tells us to worship, if you do not say what Jesus tells us to say, Jesus is not Lord to your life. And you need to change that. You need to repent and that's all I got to say about that heroes until next time be watchful stand firm in the faith act like men and be strong out there what I'm gonna be